Here on the ground, change happens fast. Problems feel frequent and urgent. It's loud and anxiety runs high. From a satellite view, the Earth looks the same as it did thousands of years ago. We've been here before. Let's learn from our past and shoot for a better future. Hello and welcome to this episode of A Satellite View. I'm Todd Mickelson, your host. We had a, a longer interval since the last episode because Heidi and I went out of town for a little bit last weekend, so I recorded early Wednesday, a week and a half ago. Uh, today, by the way, is Saturday, December 9th, 2023 in the Space and Time Continuum. One thing that I found interesting since we traveled, we went to the airport and we flew on an airplane and we wore masks. I know somebody who actually tonight was going to have a Christmas party and had to postpone it because uh, one of them tested positive for COVID. So COVID is still around, but very, very few people wore masks at the airport and on the airplane. I kind of looked around and like, yeah, these are the smartest people <laughs> because it's really easy to wear a mask. What happened about a month ago, maybe, Heidi had a, a really unusual situation. She's playing in a band, which is very cool, a new band with very cool people, very cool music. She's very happy about it. They rehearsed on a Tuesday evening and then... Heidi and I got our vaccines. This is, I don't know, six weeks ago, a month ago, on the following day, that Wednesday, our boosters. Then one of the members of the band said, oh, you know what? I just tested positive for COVID. I should tell you. He wasn't even feeling bad at the rehearsal, but the next day, so the same day that we got our vaccines, he started to feel a little bit under the weather, took a COVID test, tested positive. So now Heidi has her booster vaccine and found out that just the day before she got her vaccine, she was exposed to somebody who had COVID. So she got COVID on that Friday, the next day, maybe Thursday, whatever. She tested positive and she felt like crap for, I don't know, a day and a half. As opposed to having to go to the hospital and die by the way, she just felt like crap for a day and a half, as did the other member of the band. Uh, so that's what the vaccines help with. Now, I got my vaccine, but I was not exposed to somebody who tested positive for COVID. And even though Heidi and I didn't even realize for at least a full day that this other member of the band had COVID, she and I didn't change any of our habits. We didn't wear masks around each other. We didn't have the six feet between us, although mostly we did, but that wasn't because of COVID. I mean, we, we, we didn't change any of our normal life habits. So we were very intertwined with each other, living in the same space, working in the same. I mean, she and I are together all the time. It's going fine. I keep telling myself it's going fine. No, <laughs> totally kidding. But we are together. We work together uh, in our small business. Uh, we're together all the time. 
I did not get COVID. I had not the least bit of symptoms. So, booster shots, smart. And then, of course, I think, you know, wearing a mask at the airport and on the airplane, that's the only time that we mask up. We go to clubs, we go to bars, we go to restaurants, we don't mask up. But when we get on an airplane, it seems smart to mask up. Anyway, I just thought I would share that with you. Since it's been a week and a half, because we got on an airplane last weekend, wow, so many things happened. George Santos got expelled from Congress. And now Matt Gates, he gave a big speech saying, don't expel him from Congress because that means that, you know, my ethics report is coming up in a couple weeks. And I've committed way worse crimes, including raping children. So, you know, I don't want to be expelled. So I don't think we should expel people just for committing serious crimes. And of course, George Santos is kind of having fun with his tenure out of Congress. He's, you know, to hell with this place, was the last thing he said as he marched out of the House chamber. And then he went and had press conferences, you know, saying, this was just a witch hunted strip. But he's going to go to jail for years. He's having fun with it now because he's watching Trump do the same thing. Trump's going through court now. Trump's going to go to prison for years, probably the rest of his life. George Santos is going to go to prison for years, and then he's not going to be having so much fun. Matt Gates, he was not prosecuted by the DOJ because the DOJ is just wussing out on everything right now. Jack Smith isn't wussing out, but I don't know. Merrick Garland, I don't know. I have stuck up for him possibly too much. That brings us also to what happened with Hunter Biden right now. They've decided to throw the book at him. He's being treated way worse than anybody else who didn't pay taxes for a couple of years, but then paid them all back. Uh, yeah, that's a whole... Okay, I don't want to keep saying that's a whole nother story because there are a million stories. Taylor Swift was just named the person of the year by Time magazine, and the Republicans are calling it a psyop. <laughs> it's a uh, George Soros-funded psyop operation against Trump. <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I'm not going through my list in order here, so I hope I don't forget anything. Talking about PSYOPs against Trump. Here's a clip. I, I don't know why Tulsi Gabbard is ever invited anywhere anymore, but she was. She's on Fox News. Of course, she, you know, she ran as a presidential candidate for the Democratic Party in 2016. Talk about PSYOPs. Talk about conspiracies, you know. <laughs> um. Now she's an absolute trumper. She's mysterious. She, it's like she only shows up when she's in the mood. But she was on Fox News. You know how people are starting to actually realize that Donald Trump is being Adolf Hitler these days. We're going to go into that after this clip. Because I want to show the reaction that the right wing is starting to put together to this information that you and I have known for a long time, and now more uh, mainstream media is starting to recognize 
mostly in written form, but even starting on, you know, like cable TV and things like that. First, here's the reaction the right wing is formulating for this. This is Tulsi Gabbard on the Laura Ingram show on Fox News. We hear this all the time. People say, gosh, if back in the day, if only one person had the courage to stop Hitler, to take him out right. before he rose to power, then we would have saved millions of lives. Well, this is what they're essential. This is a message they're inviting they're sending. violence. Tulsi, right, you're saying they're inviting actor. someone to take yes. a shot at Trump. This is what is so dangerous. Right. Is they're, they're sending a message to a rogue actor, a lone wolf, saying, hey, we need someone to save our country from this modern-day Hitler-like person. That is projection, by the way, because Trump is constantly putting people in danger by doing basically what she just described, except, of course, in the opposite direction, threatening judges. And, and, well, and we're going to go into more projection. There's a lot here. I'm going to play a montage by Boston Bryan, who's on Midas Touch. Midas Touch is a great source. There are these sources that weed through this immense amount of information that's going on weekly, daily. This is a montage that Boston Bryan from Midas Touch put together of what Trump is saying these days. And last but not least, here is a short montage of fascist, authoritarian, wannabe dictator Donald Trump saying the quiet part out loud, telling you exactly what his plans are to ruin democracy, exactly what his plans are to turn this into a dictatorship. And we better listen up. Where there is a true and total breakdown of law and order, then the federal government can and should send the National Guard to restore order and secure the peace without having to wait for the approval of some governor. I will immediately reissue my 2020 executive order restoring the president's authority to remove rogue bureaucrats, and I will wield that power very aggressively. So on day one of my new administration, I will direct the DOJ to investigate every radical DA and attorney general in America for their illegal, racist, and reverse enforcement of the law. We will carry out the largest domestic deportation operation in American history. I will invoke the Alien Enemies Act to remove all known and suspected gang members, drug dealers, or cartel members from the United States. And if you're president again, will you lock people up? Uh, the answer is you have no choice because they're doing it to us. If I happen to be president and I see somebody who's doing well and beating me very badly, I say, go down and indict them. Mostly, that would be, you know, they would be out of business. They'd be out. They'd be out of the election. Right. Other things that I've mentioned before on this show. Here's a quote. I will get rid of the communist vermin. That's Adolf Hitler. Here's another quote. I will get rid of the communist vermin. That's Donald Trump. Here's another quote. I will take care of the enemy within. That's Adolf Hitler. Donald Trump. I will take care of the threat from within. Johnson, my consult. Poisoning Aryan blood. Adolf Hitler. Migrants are poisoning the blood of our country. Donald Trump. One people, one realm, one leader. Adolf Hitler. One people, one family, one glorious nation. Of course, Trump, although the only book that he seems to have ever read was Mein Kampf, I still don't believe that he can read, but... A few weeks ago in a show here, 
I quote Mein Kampf and show you where Trump is stealing from Mein Kampf. It's haunting, kind of terrifying, really. This isn't written by Donald Trump. This is written probably by like Stephen Miller, the ghoul vampire fascist Nazi that Trump relies on so much, who will likely become part of his cabinet if he were to ever be president again. He's not going to be president again, so don't get alarmed. But here's another person that would be in the cabinet if Trump were elected. And we're adding this to the fascist Nazism that Trump is going for. And not just Trump, the Republican Party wants the United States to become Nazi Germany, at least in the 1930s, if not the 1940s. They do want concentration camps built in Texas immediately if they take power back for migrants who are animals. It's another Nazi thing. But I want to play this clip for you. This is Cash Patel, and he's on the Steve Bannon show. So the first voice you're going to hear on this clip is Steve Bannon, and then he's asking Cash Patel a question. The deep state, the administrative state, the fourth branch of government never mentioned in the Constitution is going to be taken apart brick by brick. And the people that did these evil deeds will be held accountable and prosecuted, criminal prosecutions. Uh, Cash, I, I know you're probably going to be head of the CIA, but do you believe that you can deliver the goods on this in a pretty short, in a pretty short order of the first couple of months so we can get rolling on prosecutions? Yes, we got the bench for it, Bannon, and you know those guys. I'm not going to go out there and say their names right now so the radical left-wing media can terrorize them. But, excuse me, the one thing we learned in the Trump administration the first go-round is we got to put in all-America patriots top to bottom. And we got them for law enforcement. We got them for intel collection. We got them for offensive operations. We got them for DOD, CIA, everywhere. And the one thing we will do that they never will do is we will follow the facts and the law and go to courts of law and correct these justices and lawyers who have been prosecuting these cases based on politics and actually issuing them as lawfare. We will go out and find the conspirators, not just in government, but in the media. Yes, we're going to come after the people in the media who lied about American citizens, who helped Joe Biden rig presidential elections. We're going to come after you, whether it's criminally or civilly, we'll figure that out. But yeah, we're putting you all on notice. And Steve, this is why they hate us. This is why we're tyrannical. This is why we're dictators. So they're saying out loud, I mean, in this clip, you heard him say, we're coming after you. They're talking to you. They're talking to you. They're talking to me. If you're listening to this show, you're somebody that they want to eventually come after because you're not loyal to Trump. Yes, this is what happened in 1930s and 40s Nazi Germany. And yes, that is what the Republicans want to do here in the United States. We're going to talk about how that's not going to happen when we come back from a break. There are more and more signs that that is not going to happen. Very interesting developments. So many of them in the last week, much less week and a half, because I recorded too early last time. We're going to go through more after we take this short break. You're listening to a Satellite View. I'm Todd Mickelson, your host. We'll be right back.
satellite view. One thing I want to mention, a new development, a Texas judge grants a woman carrying a, a trisomy 18 fetus an abortion. I, I'm probably not pronouncing that correctly, but it's a, a, a health condition where the fetus will not survive, but the mother's life and her ability to bear future children is also at serious risk if she can't get an abortion. If the fetus is successfully born, it will die within, I don't know, weeks, days, months. It will live a horrible, suffering, very short life. But this woman had to go to a Texas judge. The judge granted the woman the abortion, said, of course, you have to have this abortion. Now I'm going to read from Joyce Vance, a Twitter thread that she wrote. Imagine being unable to make your own decision about your health and future ability to have kids while suffering the trauma of this pregnancy. And I'm going to add, also suffering the horrible grief that this woman and her husband are having to go through because of this horrible health issue that's going on with both the fetus and the woman. Her life is being threatened. The fetus is doomed to die. So I go on with Joyce Vance. You have to ask a judge for permission to make a decision about your own body? This is what second-class citizenship for women looks like. In the last segment, when I said they're coming after you, they've already come after women. Women are already having their lives threatened by the Republican Party because of the changes they made to reproductive health care and access to it. Going back to Joyce Vance, predictable response from Texas AG Ken Paxton. Not so fast, little lady. I'm here to tell you what you can and can't do. Ken Paxton, the temporary restraining order granted by the Travis County District Judge purported to allow an abortion to proceed will not insulate hospitals, doctors, or anyone else from civil and criminal liability for violating Texas's abortion laws. This ghoul is threatening any doctor. He's saying, okay, th so this judge is allowing this woman to have this abortion in order to save her own life. And I'm saying right now, if you're the doctor who gives this woman this life-saving health care, I'm coming after you. I'm, I'm going to throw you in the slammer. Ken Paxton, who should be in the slammer himself, convicted of multiple crimes. That's a whole nother story we're not going to go into right now. He was going to be ousted, but the Republicans in Texas voted against ousting him. They blocked him from being ousted. He's a criminal. And he's the attorney general of Texas. And he's a ghoul. These people are Nazis. Did we Nazi this coming from Ken Paxton? If you're a woman living in Texas, your, your life is under threat by the Republican Party of Texas. Yeah, let's let the states decide. That's what some of the other Republican candidates for president want to do. Let's let the states decide on abortion. Well, Texas has decided that this woman should die. 
Not so fast, little lady. I'm here to tell you what you can and can't do. I am uh, beside myself about, about that. But let's have some fun. I want to talk about James Comer. <laughs> and uh, He's saying that it's the Biden's burden to prove that they did not do these high crimes and misdemeanors. No. No, James, it's your burden. <laughs> He's coming up with things. In, it's influence paddling when Joe Biden wasn't even in office. Things happening when Joe Biden wasn't even in office. It came out that Hunter Biden, you know, he had some credit issues. I've gone through that. You've probably gone through that too. Having bad credit. Maybe your parents can help you buy a car. Sounds like Joe Biden did three payments of $1,380 so that Hunter Biden could get a car. Of course, it was a, a Raptor, I don't know, a Ford truck. You don't need a Ford Raptor truck. But anyway, you know, Dad, I really want this car. Okay, I, I'll, I'll float you the money. So he lent, by the way, he didn't loan him the money. He lent him the money. You can't loan somebody something. You can lend them something. This is a thing that is a big hang up for me. That annoys everyone around me when I make the correction. No, he lent him money. He didn't loan him money. You can't loan somebody money. You can lend them anyway. All right. Uh, I am more passionate about uh, uh, women's health care than I am about that particular grammatical faux pas, <laughs> by the way. So anyway, uh, three payments. And then Hunter Biden repaid the loan back to his father. So there's records of three payments of $1,380 from Joe Biden to Hunter Biden. He used it to get a car. And then later on, when he had better credit and he was doing better and he was making money, then he paid his dad back. And his dad didn't charge him interest or anything like that because it's his, it's his dad. He's his kid. That's the big smoking gun, apparently. I just want to point out how desperate and what the motive of this actually is. We're going to play a clip here of James Comer going for some reason on TV. Now he goes on Newsmax and he goes on Fox and he still gets humiliated on those networks. But here he is going on an MSNBC show. It doesn't matter what the show or who the, the person is. We're just going to skip over that. But this is James Comer being asked some questions. Let's see how well he handles it. So no, that you're saying true. that that information's been made up then? Where did that well, information come from? That came from, co well, from the committee? I don't know. We haven't seen that information. That is you committee information yeah, that, that is collected from the bank records that, that your committee has Just obtained. show the check. If Joe Biden wrote Sir, so are you telling me that you have a, do you have a blank, do you have a, a canceled check for every wire transfer that's ever come into well, your Well, we account? have a, with that wire that we... Yes, you, you can personally show, have I a, can show you. That, and that's yes. what has been shown is a, there is bank records that demonstrate You're showing a wire. That an exact there, same amount of money. Came, say, okay. Let's no, move on. They're saying that something from, no, it's not. I mean, look. Are you saying you those say bank records, okay, sir, are you saying those bank records do not exist that show the money leaving the president's account that and going into his son's? There's money. But, they were uh, money sir, laundering. Answer this specific you question. You see wires is going that, all over the, 
Is there a bank record that demonstrates the exact amount of money that came from the president's account into his son's account that matches the checks that then went back to him? Does that exist? There's yes or no? There's money coming from, no, no. There's money coming from that a That doesn't exist? Firm. That doesn't exist, sir. It does not exist. It's coming from a law firm. Who, who put the money in the law firm? How do you know the money came from Joe Biden? It could have come from one of Hunter's okay. shell companies. You but, have no okay, idea. So you're so not. So you are. You are saying that, that Okay. So you no, are saying look, that that money exists. Look, look, look. That that transfer it does exist. No, They're in the bank no, records that you, you don't know and what your that committee. Transfer is. Well, all I'm saying is what we're trying to do here is that well, our candidate has nine to one counts against him. He's been. He's he and he's going to get convicted and thrown in jail. And right now, the Democrat Joe Biden. He hasn't done anything wrong. So, you know, and he's he hasn't even been impeached one time because he hasn't committed any crimes. Our candidates committed tons of crimes and he's been impeached only two times, but he's been impeached two times. So we got to find a way to to impeach Joe Biden so that we have a level playing field and come when it comes to the presidential election, because it's unfair because our candidate is probably going to be sitting in a prison by August, and Joe Biden's going to be out there, and everyone's going to see it. Joe Biden hasn't done anything wrong, and our candidate's done uh, 91 crimes. So I got to do something here. I got to do something to even up the, the playing field. Otherwise, it's going to be an unfair election. That's what this is about. That's what James Comer has been tasked with doing. I, I think he's even starting to feel reluctant. I think he's starting to show signs of feeling reluctant because this is what he's tasked for doing and he can't do it. He can't do it. And he's being nationally, publicly humiliated daily. <laughs> Why is he? You know, okay, let's move on now to Kevin McCarthy, the young guns, the future of the Republican Party. Here's where we'll go back in time a little bit. Ten years ago, maybe more, 12 maybe years ago, a book came out called The Young Guns. And it was touted as, this is the future of the Republican Conservative Party. And the three young guns, Eric Cantor, Paul Ryan, Kevin McCarthy, the young guns, the future of the Republican Party. Ironically, gun rhymes with done, because the young guns are all done. <laughs> Therefore, through osmosis, I would point out, the future of the Republican Party is all done. <laughs> Kevin McCarthy's bowing out. And I'm going to remind you of how great that is by playing you part of his, his little announcement that he orchestrated with music and, you know, multi-shot video and where he's trying to show some personality and, and you're going to hear the between every sentence or all, you know, every two sentences um, and his absolute BS delivery. Today I am driven by the same purpose that I felt when I arrived in Congress. But now, it is time to pursue my passion in a new arena. While I'll be departing the House at the end of this year, I will never, ever give up 
fighting for this country that I love so much. To all those who have supported me through the years, especially our constituents, thank you from the bottom of my heart. We did our part. And when the stakes were the highest, we rose to the challenge. We were willing to risk it all, no matter the odds, no matter the personal cost. Simply put, we did the right thing. Thank you, God bless you, and God bless America. That's a wrap. Aren't you glad that you don't need to hear that anymore? <laughs> I know I am. He's so full of crap. <laughs> In reality, he's... Remember a couple weeks ago how he elbowed a guy in the kidney because he hates him. I mean, Kevin McCarthy after January 6th, it's like doing a speech on the house floor. Donald Trump bears the burden of this horrible day, a horrible day in American history. A horrible day that Donald Trump bears the burden. And then within two weeks, now we're finding out from the Liz Cheney book, he said, oh, Donald Trump is so depressed. I'm just going to go down there and, you know. So talk about, he was supposed to be a leader. He's supposed to be the leader for the party. He was leading the party into turning against Donald Trump. Donald Trump was down at Mar-a-Lago being really bummed out because he lost all his power. Everyone hated his guts because we all saw on TV January 6th, where he led a bunch of crazy people to beat up cops and break into the Capitol, spread their feces all over the place, break windows, defile our Capitol building. But then no, Kevin McCarthy goes down to Mar-a-Lago. You know, somebody says, hey, let's take a picture. And now there's Kevin McCarthy in a picture with Donald Trump. And he completely reinstates Donald Trump as the leader of the Republican Party, even though he himself was going to become the new leader of the Republican Party, at least to a certain degree on the House side. Now, he stripped himself of that and gave it back to Donald Trump because he's such a wuss and an idiot and a hypocrite and completely full of crap. That's Kevin McCarthy. The young gun. The young guns are all done. Eric Cantor. He lost in a primary in 2014. Paul Ryan. I just can't. I just can't take this anymore. It's, it's, people are too mean. I just can't control this anymore. I was Speaker of the House. I can't control anything. And uh, I just got to get out. I'm just leaving. And now Kevin McCarthy, the final young gun, is all done. Very good riddance. Do you even remember Eric Cantor? Do you even remember Paul Ryan? I mean, you kind of remember him, but only because I'm saying their names, right? And I bet Eric Cantor is somebody you're like, I can't really remember that guy. <laughs> all of the quote-unquote rising stars of the Republican Party are all done. All the young guns are all done. And here's another thing I want to point out. Just today... Like, uh, only a couple hours ago, and we're, again, talking at you from Saturday, December 9th, 2023, Tommy Tuberville, 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 holding up more than 400 appointments to the military, today released all of that. 
He said, it's all over. I ain't holding up these guys no more because everyone's... I'll tell you the reason. Tuberville was tasked. James Comer was tasked with something. You know, all these guys have their assignments. Tuberville was tasked with holding up these military assignments, hopefully for more than a year, so that Trump could get back in the White House and make new appointments to be approved by the Senate. And then Tuberville, Tuberville, then he would release this because Trump would be picking the leaders of the military, people like Michael Flynn, who would do the things that I played earlier, Cash Patel said, we're coming after you. Would do the things in the clips I played earlier where Donald Trump says, we're going to let the uh, National Guard loose and we're going to bring this down. We're going to arrest these vermin. And when he says vermin, he's talking about you and me. Tuberville stopped doing that today because there are more and more signs and more and more people are starting to see the cognitive decline in Trump. More and more people are starting to see that the polls are BS. More and more people are starting to see that Trump is not going to be president ever again. And it came all the way down to Tuberville, Tuberville, and that's why he released the hold on all of these appointments, because it's a lost cause. And we need to get the military back in shape. Tuberville was a national security threat, and he knew it. So he's finally, okay, I'm going to stop playing this game. Trump's not going to be president. This isn't going to work. It's not working. And I'm getting mutilated by everybody, <laughs> even in, within my own party now. That started maybe three weeks ago or a month ago, because those people started to see this scheme is not going to work. We can't hold up these appointments for more than a year waiting for Trump to get in the White House. Okay, Trump's not going to get in the White House. So this scheme ain't working. So Tuberville, Tuberville backed off. I didn't even cover the craziness of the Republican debate that happened this last Wednesday. I didn't even cover the fact that fake electors now just today in Wisconsin have settled in a civil lawsuit put up by citizens of Wisconsin. And they're saying, we will, no long, we will not be an elector anymore. Uh, and we're disavowing what we did to try and keep Trump in power. That has happened in other states as well. It just happened in Wisconsin today. I didn't even mention that. I didn't even mention the fact that Hunter Biden now is being indicted and being treated way worse than normal people would be on these tax evasion issues, even though he paid back all the taxes and everything. But now the right wing is saying, oh, they're protecting him and they're protecting Joe Biden. <laughs> That's why he was indicted. His indictments are protecting him. Okay, even though he's being threatened to be thrown in jail for like 17 years. I didn't even mention the new news on the jobs. Again, going way above expectations. The jobs, uh, job report of November, the economy continues to uh, just skyrocket. I know, yes, some people are still hurting, but gas prices are way down. Wages have increased more than inflation. Inflation last month was at zero, no inflation. That's something that doesn't usually happen. The economy is extremely robust, and that's being more and more recognized in mainstream media as well. The things I've been saying on this show for months and months and months, we're starting to get to be less than a year before the election now, and we're starting to see that. Yes, we don't need to be so scared. We still need to be vigilant. We still need to make sure that us and everybody we know votes. 
make sure you're registered, especially if you're in a state where you might have been disenfranchised. You can re-register. We need to remain vigilant and we need to vote. We need to support our candidates. Send them money if you can. And if you can't, all you got to do is vote. Vote for them. And we will prevail. Again, we're here. I'm here. Thank you for gathering here so that we can all help each other argue for what is good and against what is bad. That's what this show is all about. And thank you so much for listening to this episode. We'll talk to you next week. been listening to A Satellite View with Todd Mickelson. Go to toddmickelson.com for links and more information.